Hello. It's time for another episode of the Joshcast. Brought to you by Panic. Panic! Can't get over these birds, man. I've the birds in my neighborhood are in, incredibly incredibly aggressive. You know what? It, it kind of reminds me of, of they're all singing Mozart's The Queen of the Night from the uh, the Magic Flute. Kind of reminds me of that. Ah. <laughs> uh, is this Pinot Grigio we're drinking? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I should feel odd making an opera reference. That shouldn't be a weird thing. But yet in this society, I feel odd doing it. But that's my own... That's my own neuroses. There's no reason to feel odd. There is no reason to feel odd making an opera reference. Other people make references to the, to the, the rock and roll which I am not cool enough to say rock and roll. That's how it's spelled. Rock, apostrophe, and roll. I don't have enough street credits to do that. I don't even have enough street credits to say street cred. Uh, I, I have to say street or avenue credits. I believe I only have two. And that could be generous. And they're, they're very old credits. They're from the... Uh, from the Nixon era. Oh, man. Driving under a bridge. There's a tent city. Reminding me that the civilization is in decay and we're all headed towards an untimely and horrific death. But what do I know? My avenue credit is low. But back to the birds. I've just, I've never heard an animal sing something so pretty and yet feel so aggressive. It's like being, it, is, it, it feels like being challenged to a duel by an opera singer as they are singing opera at you. Ha 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 and you know, I gotta say something. Maybe that would help with human arguments if we just sang angrily at each other instead of talked angrily at each other. Maybe that would, maybe that would cut down a bit more on, on traumatic childhood situations instead of the parents screaming and yelling. Maybe that would help. I don't know. No, it wouldn't help. It might actually make things a, a lot worse. But I swear to you, and, and the other, here's the other weird thing about these birds, is I know they sound like the car alarms. And I say this to people, and people look at me like I'm crazy. But I am not crazy. And I've mentioned this in previous podcasts. I don't care if I'm bringing it up again. You know we mentioned this in previous podcasts. Yes, I do know. What do you think we should do about that? I'm not sure. Noted in the log, he mentioned it again. The birds singing, sounding like car alarms. Noted in the log. I don't think the president's going to like this. The president's, of course the president's not going to like this. Should we not tell him? We have to tell him. He has to know. He has to know that this 
this won't go away. Because if this kid figures it out, we'll have to take him out. We'll have to take him down. If he figures out Operation Bird Muffin, we're in trouble. Why is it called Operation Bird Muffin? You shut your hole. Don't even say Operation Burton Muffin aloud again. You don't know who might be listening in. They are talking about the Operation Bird Muffin again. Why do they call it Bird Muffin? I do not know. I do not know, but they are talking about it again. You mean to tell me we are listening in to people who are listening in to a little Jewish boy who make podcasts about bird singing? Yes, that is what I tell you. This is very meta. It is meta. It is quite meta. It is. But then again, is not all of life a bit meta? Do you not feel that it is all, it is all somewhat meaningless and sad? And yet there is within that meaningless and sadness a universal poetry that, that suggests perhaps not a divine being, but some kind of mathematical precision. Do not keep talking. Please, do not. It does not suit you to, to be poetic. Dostoevsky, you are not. What are the birds? Like, the birds are copying the car alarm of Alexis. I know that you remember what that car alarm sounds like. Beep, 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 ee, ee, It's like the birds heard this and went, ah, that's the song. To the birds, it was a, a insert pop star of the moment here song that they all picked up on. And then they taught their kids the song. And the kids taught their kids the song, and now all birds sound like a Lexus car alarm from 2002. We have changed the evolution of these birds. I don't know why I'm obsessed about this. Why am I obsessed over this? Why am I obsessed over this? Just the notion that all things are connected in a weird way. Not in a weird way. All things are connected. It's that simple. That the birds now... What are the birds telling each other thousands of years from now? Let us remember, my sons and daughters. Back in the ancient days, when the giant gray bird that could not fly gave us the song that we all sing now to let each other know that it is time to either mate or kill. And perhaps we should have two different songs, a song for mating and a song for killing, because it is very confusing. But that is not what the big gray bird that could not fly sang to us, no. Let us all join in the big gray bird's song so that it may perhaps return and deliver us to bliss. Uh, 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 
Yes, Brother Birdmuffin, do you have a question? Yes, why is my name Birdmuffin? Shut up, Brother Birdmuffin! Do not question the will of the gray bird that does not fly. But the gray bird that does not fly is not the one that gave me the name. You gave me the name. I said shut it, Birdmuffin! It's been a long podcast getting from there to here. That's the theme song to Enterprise, which was the uh, fourth Star Trek spinoff. Yes, fourth Star Trek spinoff. That I didn't watch it at first. I went back and watched it later. And it was... Sorry, I'm being distracted now. I'm driving by a theater. It's called The Road Theater Company. And it says, one road, two destinations. What are the two destinations? Is there another theater? Is it metaphysical? Do they sometimes do comedy and sometimes do drama? So that's why there's two destinations? I feel like one of the destinations is death. That's what it's saying. This is throwing me down. It's a nice looking theater, at least from the outside. And it appears to be a theater that is at the bottom of an apartment complex. So this is a newer building. It's like a mixed-use apartment complex. So there's apartments above and the theater below. And what could be better than going to sleep to the sounds of a 99-seat Equity Waiver Theater production of Phantom of the Opera? What could be better than that? What could be better than listening to Anne Bogart rehearsals with actors walking around the space making atonal atonal choral sounds at 11 o'clock at night hearing ah, as they're rehearsing Equus. Ah, ah. He fell in love with the horse, Alan. Alan, he fell in love with the horse. It's not that simple. It is that simple. He fell in love with the horse, Alan. And he didn't ask what the horse wanted. I actually uh, had mutual feelings. Shut up, horse! May I ask a question? I said, shut up, horse. Why did you name me Bird Muffin? Shut up, horse! Yes, Enterprise. Let's go back to talking about Enterprise. Not my favorite of the Star Trek shows. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Not my favorite of the Star Trek shows. I think even Scott Bakula said this in an interview, that the chemistry just wasn't quite there between the characters. And it wasn't... And it wasn't that the acting was bad or that the actors were bad. It was that there just something was unbalanced. But I also think that you have Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the first African-American captain, and in Star Trek Voyager, the first female captain. And then you go to Enterprise, and yes, it takes place 100 years earlier, or 200 years earlier, if we want to be technically correct. But we go back to a white male straight captain. And I feel like even if the show chronologically had taken place earlier, 
they should have still, you know, broken the mold and had the first gay captain or the first African-American female captain. They still should have moved forward in that respect. I think that would have been, that would have been helpful. But instead, in that way, the casting of the captain, and it's nothing against Scott Bakula, who I enjoy. I mean, as an actor, I don't, not sexually. Not that you would think that I enjoyed him sexually, but for some reason, when I said enjoy, I'm not sure if that's the right word. Who I respect and admire as an actor. I'm going to get sued by Scott Bakula, aren't I? We've got him now, Jimmy. This is how we bury the whole bird thing. We get Scott Bakula to sue him for sexual harassment. If we do that, they'll never find out about Operation Bird Muffin. Don't say Operation Bird Muffin. Again, we don't know who's listening. They've said Operation Bird Muffin again. Yes, I've noted it. What is this Operation Bird Muffin? We must find out. I believe I have a theory as to what Operation Bird Muffin is. Tell me your theory. Their government plans to take control of all birds. And then, those birds will attack any enemy of the state. So basically, they're going to do what the penguin did at the end of Batman Returns? Yes, that is Operation Bird Muffin. That is a very depressing plan to learn about. I had more respect for Americans. They have lost their way. Yes, yes they have. I think it will be raining tonight. Yes, yes I think it will. I am a seagull. Did you just say you were a seagull? Yes. I was quoting from Chekhov. I never watched Star Trek. No, not... Chekhov, the, the playwright, the Russian playwright. Ah. Because when you said you were a seagull for a second, I thought, perhaps you were part of this bird muffin. No, I would never be part of American bird muffin. I hope that is true for your case, Sergei. I hope that is true for your case. Star Trek Enterprise, though. That's the thing. That's the one. That's the question. What do we make of it? How do we process this show 10, 15 years on? What's the takeaway? What's the takeaway from this show? Now I feel like I'm turning into Mark Maron describing Starship Enterprise. What was that, what was that journey like? Starship, Star Trek Enterprise. What was that journey like for you, Josh? Well... They kind of lost me in the third season with the season-long arc, the Zindi arc. They lost me there because at one point there was an alien that looked like a giant insect that had a shotgun that burst down the door and was shooting. And it just... I just said to myself, okay, they've... I'm lost here. I'm looking at Zipper from Chippendale's Rescued Rangers with a shotgun shooting people. It, this doesn't look right. This isn't Star Trek anymore. 
And I don't know what it was about that, but there's just... It's just hard to take a giant insect seriously when it's holding a shotgun. I don't know what to tell you. There's just something that looks a little bit ridiculous about it. I mean, scary, perhaps. Intimidating, yes, but also a little bit funny. Because it just... It looks like it's saying, hey, 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 I'm going to shoot you. But I really... It's very uncomfortable to hold this like I'm a human being. I'm not a human being. I have pincers, for God's sakes. I'd rather pince you, but you have a gun and you can shoot me. So I've got to hold this gun now. I wish they had designed the gun so that I could hold it more easily. I'm also really uncomfortable right now because my skeleton is on the outside of my body and I've got a skin rash, so I really can't even get to it. But right now, drop your weapons. I'm a Zindi. I don't want to tell you what my name is. It's not important what my name is. The point is, you've been bested. You are my hostage. Drop your weapons. If you really must know, my name is Bird Muffin. And of course there's a reason why I was named Bird Muffin, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. So drop your weapon, human. You human gorilla animal pig thing. Man, my elbows are killing me. I don't even know if these are elbows. But you know, whatever this appendage joint thing is, it's not designed to hold a gun like this. This is really uncomfortable. Ugh, I'm just waiting for my backup to get here so I can, I can drop this gun and I can go spin a web. I, I only feel good if I spin a web. It's an obsessive compulsive thing for me. Don't, don't try anything. Don't try anything. I see what you're doing. Look at my eyes. I have five, I have five million of them. They're wrapped around my face. I see everything. I see absolutely everything. It is very hard to make love because of this. Because I can see at all angles. I can see when my beeper goes off. Yes, I still have a beeper. Don't judge me. You know, we're not like you humans with your sophisticated communicators. Some species still use beepers. Then there's some nice things about it, alright? I'm not as... I don't feel as interrupted when I'm in the middle of a meal or doing something else. I beep. I walk away. I go call the phone when I feel the urge to do it. But you keep those weapons on the ground. Well, that was amusing, hopefully.